Listeners be advised. The Holiloquy podcast discuss matters related to the human experience and many that are sexual in nature. Due to this, some conversations may surround triggering topics such as sexual violence, self-harm, abuse, and much more. Please be advised, a list of crisis and psychological resources will be available in the show notes of this episode. With that said, let's get started with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention please as we go through the following safety instructions. In the event that there is a loss of cabin pressure, oxygen mask will drop from the overhead. Place the mask over your nose and mouth. Breathe normally as oxygen is flowing even if the mask is not Be sure to adjust your own mask before helping others. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to the Holiloquy Podcast, where we step out and speak on sexuality. This is your favorite host, Vernon T. Scott, also known as Slater Jackson, and for you freaky motherfuckers out there, Sebastian's Adams. And I have to admit, I don't know how this happened. I almost forgot my name. (laughs) If I have to, like, say so many other people's names that that are also me, I probably would have had that a lot better. I don't know what the hell's going on, y'all. I'm not drunk. I wish I was. I need to go get some wine. All right, y'all. <laughs> On today's episode, other than me needing to go get some wine, we are talking about sexually transmitted infections, also known as STIs, and for those people who are still back in the day, STDs. So, on today's episode, I'm blessed to have Lucas back on the podcast. How are you doing, good sir? How do you? I am doing good, doing real good. So um, this is your second time on the podcast, and I typically ask people um, just for their second episode, and I, look, y'all, after this, I'm not going to ask this man to introduce himself again, so if you, like, randomly come into the episode, like, the podcast later on down the line, and you're just like, who the fuck is this person? Vernon doesn't introduce his guest. This is so unprofessional. Motherfucker, go back to the first time. He shows up, okay? If you want the tea, go to the first time. All right, we good, we good, we good, fam. I'm good, you good. Okay, we're good, thank God. So, Lucas, who the fuck are you? Um, I'm Lucas, I'm from Washington State, and I moved to Georgia recently. Um, I have an online name called Chewy Craft on YouTube and on Twitter because um, Lucas too easy, so I had to go for the different Star Wars character. <laughs> <laughs> Lucas too. <laughs> Tramp. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, Chewy Crafts. Oh, are you still doing your YouTube videos, or are you taking a break? Uh, I took a break. Um, when the next update comes out, I'll be starting starting it up again with my friend who is still doing them. <laughs> oh, shout out to you and your friends. Yes, <laughs> Carney, Carnage Seventy. we do accept name drops we do (laughs) name drops (laughs) so now that we got that out there oh because i like waited till like mid episode to mention this so lucas started off as a listener well he started off as a friend first then a, a a listener of the podcast he loved what he was listening to learned some things taught him some things and he decided that he wanted to come on the podcast and now here's he's here for those people who don't know this on the holiloquy holiloquy podcast website there is a page for people to uh, sign up to be a guest um, that not everyone's going to be accepted i do want to uh accept everybody don't get me wrong it's just uh there's a certain energy that is needed. (laughs) So if you do not get put on the uh, show, don't be upset. It's not about you. It's just, hey. But I do my best to make sure everyone has a voice. So more than likely, you'll be a great candidate for the show. So yeah, if you ever want to come on, fill out the guest application, I'll reach out to you. We can do an intake meeting. We can have a conversation. And if you want to go forward, then look at God. You'll be on the podcast. Um, But yeah, Welcome again, Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so we are talking about STIs. So 
one of the first things that I want to um, dive into is condom usage. So are you pro condoms or are you raw as law or is it depends on who the per who the person is? What is your stance on uh, the usage of condoms? So um, if it's just a hookup, definitely a condom. If I was with someone, I would prefer raw. I'm 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 with you there. Uh, like for me, if it's just someone who like most definitely, if it's like one of those immediate kind of hookup situations, oh, we're definitely going to be wearing some kind of protection because I don't know you that well. Uh, <laughs> like, um, not I might be willing to have sex with multiple people, but not everyone's worth a blessing. Not everyone, but it's like. I, I need to um, be sure that the person who I'm engaging with also prefers condom usage because I don't want to be in any circumstance where they remove it. Uh, I like to have safe play in that way. So like for me, when it comes to something casual, condoms a must. Uh, and the removal of a condom depends on the trust I feel for that person. So definitely if it's something long-term, uh, I do want to, um, you know, remove that barrier method. Um, <clears throat> and because I'm uh, on the poly spectrum, I also uh, will still use condoms for those people who are outside of my immediate relationship. So it's like, ugh, yeah, I, I have to trust the person very well before I am willing to remove that uh, that condom from our sexual experience. Yes, um, I definitely agree with that. So um, one of the things that we uh, talked about, well, you know what, before I go into that, have you ever had an STI, if that's okay for me? Because we haven't talked about this in the, um, in the intake meeting, like this is just completely random. Um, I did technically have crabs once. How was that? Uh, unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I've, I've not had that experience. So, um, yeah. What is it like? Like I, other than unfortunate, uh, was it like very itchy? Was it like, what was the feeling of having crabs? Like uh, it was mostly itchy and apparently it makes, it can make you, more irritable and in general see you know what not to start any rumors but just because we talked about this on our last podcast we brought up um marjorie <laughs> I, I wonder i wonder if these um gop members are just irritable because they got the crabs I, I didn't know this was i did not know this was like i i think that gives her the ability of being a good person i don't know if that's true <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> well, i'm like okay so that explains trump he must have mega, <laughs> he must have mega crabs or some shit like he must have um uh, mr crabs <laughs> oh the crusty crab is a crab trap it's shaped like a crab trap exactly <laughs> like oh my god that show's so screwed up <laughs> it's so screwed up but i like the dark humor of it all like that that's that's the funny thing about it that that show is it's it's good it's it's good it's it's horrible and good at the same time it, it could be an older disney movie but it's as screwed up as it is <laughs> uh, disney's, oh god disney's oh racist ass <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah anti-semitic it's just disney is a mess they took a, I don't remember what movie it was in, but they took the movie away. But the song of the South was still big for years. It played in Disneyland. <laughs> it's a small world after. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> that song's going to be stuck in somebody's head. It's going to be stuck in my head now. How dare I do that to myself? Well, how about the song that never ends? <laughs> we're not. We're not. We're not going. <laughs> we are not going there. I had a friend back in high school who was singing that song every other day at the uh, lunch table and I'm like how dare you now this song is going to be in my head until I go home and hopefully when I go home I could watch something so great that it removes the fact that this happened it's, it's been off the year for over 20 years but I still cannot eat lamb <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I had some lamb two weeks ago. I can't say the same. <laughs> I'm not judging you too much. <laughs> oh God. But my, my cousin did jump down my throat like uh last year because I was eating like some um lamb right in front of him and he's vegetarian. And I was like, sir. This lamb is delicious as fuck. <laughs> I have had it before. I remember it being good. I just can't bring myself to eat it anymore. I understand. <laughs> I understand. I, I need to stop eating steak, honestly. I used to I used to not even eat like beef products. Like there was a period of time that I had a, a reckoning that I hadn't I haven't had beef products in like five years and didn't realize it. <laughs> and after that realization i've just been eating beef so it's like i need to go back to that point i haven't had beef for like 15 hours oh my god <laughs> just to say 15 years it's like oh my god yes 15 hours bitch, i can't <laughs> um back to the conversation i'm sorry y'all um it's my fault now one of the things that we did discuss in the intake meeting is the overmarking of HIV testing. I forgot the context of that. <laughs> it was because I don't know much about stuff other than like the basic ones you always hear about um, mm. HIV, AIDS, syphilis, things like that. There we go. I appreciate you. I'm glad that you have a better memory than I do. Only like 2% better. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, because um, I, I, it's coming back to me. So, uh, essentially, um, because HIV testing is like so heavily marketed, especially within queer spaces or just uh, towards the queer community, all other STIs are extremely overlooked, meaning people are not getting tested for um, HPV, um, syphilis, gonorrhea, ooh, gonorrhea, chlamydia, um, trichomoniasis, which is more of a kissing thing. Anyways, um, there's there's some other things too um, that people don't get tested for. Uh, HSV one and two. There's just a lot of things people do not have awareness of because of uh, how um, STIs are marketed. And personally, I hate that uh, HIV testing is always geared towards queer people, especially queer Black people. And um, there's also the marketing towards Black women too, which of course, all these communities do need to know that testing is available, but we're not reaching the broader community by saying that, oh, these people in this group are responsible for uh, protecting everybody else by getting themselves tested because, oh my God, we have down low people in this country and they're the reason why HIV is spreading. That's the narrative. And let me just say this, that narrative is also false. <laughs> like people are born with HIV and that is perfectly fine. Uh, people um, may contract it through, you know, like drugs, uh, like sharing needles. And if that happens also perfectly fine, there's treatments available for people. And you can also catch HIV from having sex in heterosexual spaces without actually being engaged with having sex with anyone who's within the queer spectrum. That's the lie. The lie is that it's only the responsibility of queer people. We're all, we all should be responsible for our own personal health. That's why it is considered personal health. So isolating a community is not going to help. Uh, saying that queer people have to take, um, continue to do all these testing is not going to help. Yeah, if it's um, disproportionately affecting this group, I get that. But still, the broader community still should be getting these messages too, essentially. The Holiloquy podcast focuses on the variability of sexual expression. When it comes to sexual expression, we often depend on pornography to illustrate how one must perform sexually. For those who have not learned this by now, the stuff you see in porn is not real. Pornography provides a singular perspective of sexual expression that is not often the reality we see during our own sexual encounters. The Holiloquy Podcast is a conversation that takes you outside of the compressed box of what many know about sex. Some of the topics we discuss include kinks, condom usage, status disclosure, 
and past sexual experiences. The Holiloquy podcast steps out on sexual norms and recognizes that the norm is not the only normal. Subscribe today and join the conversation. Affecting this group, I get that. But still the broader community still should be getting these messages too, essentially. Yeah, the Golden Girls covered it. (laughs) They were talking about how it's not not a gay disease is not a bad person's disease. Anybody can get it. And this was in, what, the 80s? <laughs> yeah. Leave it up to the Golden Girls. They They're right. <laughs> they be forever doing the right thing. <laughs> but, like, you don't see that conversation um, going over in any other kind of media. Like, even when, like, I uh, remember the episodes. I have, are you, do you watch P-Valley? I've been meaning to watch it, but I haven't started it yet. So you need to start it. <laughs> I but saw the, an ad the other day. <laughs> See, that's that's the algorithm telling you. I know. <laughs> show. Um, so there was this episode where um, I'm quite sure you you're aware. There's a gay rapper, right? There's a few of them. Okay. <laughs> In the show. So there. Uh, the the uh what is his name little murder yeah little murder and his uh old partner from jail they were uh, about to have sex and they purposefully utilized a scene where he took out a condom put on a condom and have sex with this uh man and i love that because it shows that oh you should be wearing condoms it's marketing oh safer sex it is still good sex um so you don't really get to see stuff like that when it comes to queer people, not queer, um, heterosexual sex scenes. You don't see it too often where, oh, the person stops the sex to grab the condom, take the condom off, put the condom on, and then engage in the sex. It's just, oh, we've been out here drinking. You looking good. Oh, you look cute. What's up? What are we going to do? We, uh, then they go back into whatever spaces they are in, and then they're fucking. There's no scene with the condom. There's no wrapper off to the side somewhere. It's just we're out here having sex, irres- like not responsible at all. Yeah. Going out here, fucking, having a good time, no pregnancies, no um, uh, STIs, and no need for a condom because we're good over here unlike that the queer people over there yeah I've, i don't know if i've ever seen that in any sort of mu- media them taking the time to present the use of a condom mm-hmm. like i will say there was once uh i will say the episode itself was great uh it was a episode insecure uh where they had a, a episode where they were at this expo i think it was dealing with sex toys i just know there was a condom present <laughs> so they talked about condom safety but in the same episode there there wasn't um uh, there was sex scenes but those sex scenes didn't even involve the use of a condom so i'm like okay we're we just had this whole as condom conversation and we're not even going to utilize them or even the next episode show that we're using condoms but it's like for me i will have liked to have seen that even though based off of the chemistry of those characters it is what it is but uh it's not necessarily a critique of Easter ray because come on i love that series and Easter ray did what the fuck needed to be done in that series i loved it uh last episode mm, a little bit shaky on that but <laughs> it was still good but like i think there we need to get to a point within our media where we um provide that responsible sex education or that um responsible uh safer sex approach to hookups uh or even uh how we portray sex with people that the character themselves are unfamiliar with or have been familiar with in the past but are hooking up in an ongoing basis because sadly um, since we don't have healthy sex education uh, in a mass quantity, the best option to have those conversations to educate people to do so is in these juicy scenes and in these um, very popular shows. There's um, a lot of shows that like imply the use of condoms by talking about it or something, but I've never seen one where they actually like use it. Mm-hmm. But there was an episode of Friends where 
when they started talking about how condoms are only like 97% effective, mm-hmm. jo- Joey, who was like the player character, he pulled a whole pack of condoms out of his pocket at that moment. He's like, what? And he started reading it. <laughs> <laughs> See, I like that. I, I like it. But, you know, with friends, they're not going to have that juicy sex scene. No, no. So it's That's like, true. I love that we're having a conversation, but uh, where's the implementation of that in practice, in a sense? Like, yeah, like with porn, I don't expect to see anybody wearing a condom whenever I watch a porn. Granted, I love to see see, the, see it in videos, most definitely like amateur stuff. I love seeing the condom that actually makes me, that turns me on a lot more because I'm like, yes. Mm. that means if i ever get the opportunity to meet up with this mofo i know that it's going to be safe (laughs) i'm here for it so it's like have you ever been with a porn star um mm, it's a a, popular (laughs) 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 so i have not been with a porn star who's like out there who's making quality content and have a strong following uh i have been with a starter and i have actually i've been reached out to by two porn stars before um to do content with them um one uh, was when i was in atlanta like in 2020 and i was like okay i'm in a state of transition there's a lot going on in my life so i cannot meet up with you um and then when i watched some of his content it was a lot of raw dogging so that was just like no um most definitely here in atlanta no um, <laughs> extra no i've, I've um, heard <laughs> so i was like i'm not I'm, i cannot unless you're willing to get tested and um as well as put on a condom in the like for me i don't like to like if i am going to um be doing oral on someone uh, I prefer not to use a condom because most condoms taste horrible. Yeah. So um, that's <laughs> they the have one. to be clean. <laughs> right. So I'm like, if you get tested and then we meet up and whatnot, that will be fine. But still, when it comes to penetration, there's definitely going to be a condom used regardless of who you are. And then the other uh, porn star who has a stronger following uh, who reached out to me, um they wanted to have sex with me they also uh, were one of those raw law people and i was like fam uh we're not going to be a good match uh, <laughs> first and foremost even though it's not on your profile i know your history because i um, used to watch some of your content uh on not less necessarily on a regular basis but you know i see your stuff often <laughs> so it was like um one, I, I'm familiar of when you contracted HIV, as well as when you became, um, what is it, uh, undetectable. So I, I know that side of uh, your history. And then you're asking me to have sex unprotected. Um, not that he's more at risk of spreading. That's not the case. Uh, it's just for me, I don't like pills i don't like to take anything uh daily because i hate it <laughs> so like that's one of the reasons why i do not take prep is because i don't want to take a, a daily medication um so for me to engage with you and to ensure that i am not at risk uh, throughout i will have to um, be on prep at least a month to make sure that it's effective and then we can meet up and I'm just going to be pissed off because I had to take medicine for a whole month continue to take it for another four months and then get regular testing just to ensure that at the end of the day I didn't contract anything yeah um <laughs> it's too much I probably would be on prep if I slept around a lot because I don't know just because but I don't have sex. So what the hell's the point? <laughs> For real. Um, like, uh, and there, there is the shot now that's available. Um, oh, is there? Uh, yeah, you can just do once a month. But even with that, I have to take time out of my day to go get this shot just so that I can have sex raw with people i may or may not be comfortable with it's too much for me like for other people who's willing to do that look i'm not telling you not to do that do that (laughs) like whatever fits your sexual health and whatever fits the lifestyle that you want to live 
do that for you. Uh, I'm just saying for me specifically, I do not want to um, have to take a pill every single day. Yeah, if you're going to do raw, definitely use prep. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Like, regardless, like, if you're going to be out here in these streets, um, use prep. Now, it, it only protects the ben against HIV and AIDS, nothing else. Agree. That is a fact. Um, now, in addition to that, it doesn't protect a person from all strands of HIV. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah, and that's the thing that most people don't know because, like, even those people who are undetectable, they can still catch a different strand of HIV. Yeah, that's and, true. And that's the thing that makes me uncomfortable with engaging with um, people, um, you know, with raw sex who are not testing themselves on a regular basis, who do not uh, fully understand sexual health and how diverse that this shit can be. So it's like you're asking me to put trust of my body in the limited knowledge that, you know, I'm not OK with that. That makes sense. A lot of sense. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and this conversation uh, actually relates to uh, the next thing that we were going to talk about, which is safer sex during hookups. And uh, like, you know, that's using the condom uh, or, you know, like we're saying with the prep, the pill or the shot, whatever you want to do, uh, all those things can be useful for, uh, you know, in terms of safer sex. Um, for yourself, uh, I know you said that you use condoms, uh, you're not on prep, you're not having sex. Um, what What is safer sex for you? What does that look like? Um, I, I guess it's condoms. Like, I don't, uh, like, I agree with you. During, when I used to do oral, mm -hmm. um, I didn't really like condoms. Um, there was one time anal did not work um, and like there was lube everywhere and they're like, Oh, he's not going to suck me now. I'm like, I don't give a shit about that. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, I've met somebody who was like, uh, well, I have lube. Um, so, well, lube on like my dick or whatever. I'm like, well, it's still oral. Like lube doesn't taste bad. Like most lubes don't have like a, a distinctive flavor. Yeah. Most of the lube that I use, if if it's not like um like if it's a fancy looking bottle of lube, then it's flavored. <laughs> like uh I, I enjoy flavored lube because look I like to decorate my body in different ways. That's <laughs> put it that way. Um but like most lube is just like it doesn't really have a distinct flavor that might make you just like, oh my God, what's that? But condoms, it's just like, it's either rubbery, it tastes like, um, if you were to put vac Vaseline and earwax on an object and then put that on your tongue, there you go. Um, ew. <laughs> that sounds way worse than it is. <laughs> like, ew, that's, that, that's, we're not going there. Mm. That doesn't taste sexy at all. <laughs> but like, I will say there are some condom brands that do not have like a, a flavor to them. And to bring it back from even like the last episode, because I mentioned them, B Condom is one, uh, Skins is another. Uh, and there was this one, I think it's called Icon. They don't have a flavor to their condom. So those are, you know ones that I would use uh, if I were to like use a condom for oral. Um, but for me, safer sex is, of course, condoms, um, ensuring that it's a, a space of comfort and that the sexual area is all about consent. Um, the location is also safe, so I don't have to worry about, oh, I might go to jail uh, <laughs> or we might get caught. None of that. Uh, I, I like to be in a location that is controlled uh, in terms of if I need to leave, I can clearly leave. If they need to leave, they can clearly leave. There's no, uh, any, no kind of infrastructure that's blocking anybody. Um, so that's, for me, is what safer sex is. Like, I'm not trying to meet up with somebody on a street corner to, uh, to fuck and shit like that. No. I like to be in a stable 
environment. I, like, I, <laughs> I would be interested in public play if I've been with the person for a while. I'm with you there. <laughs> I am with you there. But <laughs> I would... I'm I'm a nerd, so I'd plan it out like to the T. Like I would figure out where I'd want it to occur and then like scope it out throughout the day occasionally just to see if people actually go near there and <laughs> exactly. Like that's that's how I feel when it comes to public play. I need to be one hundred percent sure that if we go to this place, we will not be disturbed, we will not be um um exposing ourselves to anybody who will be uncomfortable if they were to see us it needs to just be a, a very safe and free place yes. like if it's like let's say a movie theater i'm going to, if if i were going to have a, a public play in a movie theater is going to be one in a uh, <laughs> not a crowded place uh is going to be during times where everybody's supposed to be at work or something like that it will also be where um uh, like a movie that neither one of us really want to watch um, <laughs> so <laughs> we're not distracted if we start to enjoy the movie that'd be cool but yeah it's like I want it to be a very safe place in that sense. And because I'm a bit of a germaph uh, germaphobe, uh, I will definitely, if we were to have sex, clean up after. Because I'm like, that that will be disrespectful to the movie theater. It's already disrespectful that me and that person's having sex there, but it's extra disrespectful if you're not cleaning up after yourselves. If you're not wiping the seats down, uh, all of that. So that, this is where my mind is at. <laughs> When the subject of sex and movie theaters come up, I always think of Pee Wee Herman. Oh, <laughs> <Lord>. <laughs> That's a name that I haven't heard in a long time. <laughs> I don't even know what his real name is. <laughs> Me neither. See, I was thinking, was it Porky's or what? Whatever that movie is, uh, or was it a sitcom or um, a clip where they um, put a hole in the the um bottom of the bucket a popcorn and put their dick in oh god <laughs> yeah that's what i always think of. <laughs> sounds like a saturday night live sketch <laughs> it might have been <laughs> i was like wow people do that and ever since i saw that i was like you know what i kind of want to do that <laughs> like i don't know why but i i i ended up wanting to do that for real for real i was like let's make this a thing but the only thing that will prevent me from actually doing that is one, the popcorn cannot be fresh, like super fresh. <laughs> right? and, and the reason why is one, I don't want your dick to touch the popcorn that I was just about to eat. I don't know. <laughs> it most definitely when it's super hot, I want to enjoy this fucking popcorn before it gets cold. And I enjoy cold movie popcorn too. So it's a dilemma. But <laughs> the other reason why it needs to cool off first is because I don't know if there's popcorn kernels in there. And those motherfuckers are extra hot for no real reason. So yeah. you put your dick up in there. Now you're jumping because a hot ass kernel is on the tip of your dick or right there at the base. And now you're burning. And now I'm just like, oh my God, <laughs> this is going on. <sighs> oh. Yeah, yeah. Protect your penis. <laughs> <laughs> Protect the pee. Protect the pee. Protect the pee. That's the new. That's the new chant of 2023, y'all. Protect the pee. Y'all can put pussy. Y'all can put penis, but protect the pee. Oh, that's good. Oh, that reminds me of. Um, there is a thing, Ellen. She's was talking about how she loves everything that starts with the word P, mm. and she, like, everybody started laughing. And she literally could not think of the word penis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Of course not. Penis is far outside of her mind. Right. <laughs> like, because what made me think of it, because when you said pussy, that was like the furthest thing out of my mind. <laughs> Look, pussy is wonderful. It gives life. I Literally. bet she was thinking of that <laughs> when she said it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, let's let's there's going to be a poll it's not really going to be a poll y'all because I'm, I'm not going to remember to do it um the poll is does pussy give life yes or no think about it and get your life yes lord <laughs> i mean 
depends. Maybe they have cut you open and then it's not even involved. <laughs> I heard some food gives life. <laughs> I heard weed gives life. And I also heard Stella Rosa gives life. I need to stop saying Stella Rosa like they're sponsored the podcast. They're not, y'all. I promise they're not. I just love Auntie Stella. But like pussy, it gives life. <laughs> that's going to be you. Could, you, could, you could have that. <laughs> that's going to be the commercial, y'all. I'm going to do a commercial call. Is 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 giving life, and it's going to start off with it's the pee. It's the thing that gives me life. Is it the weed? Is it the introspection? Is it the love? It's the pussy. <laughs> it's seen. Is that is that a what is that a for a commercial for? Um, the pussy pop three thousand. The fuck. <laughs> you can is find that, you can that's find a dildo, it. right? It might be. You can find your pussy pop three thousand on. I said three hundred. You can find the pussy pop three hundred at Slater's Playhouse for five ninety nine, motherfuckers. Five ninety nine. <laughs> Is that five dollars ninety nine or five hundred ninety nine? Both of them. <laughs> Both. <laughs> there's there's a, a pinky one and then a real one. <laughs> exactly. You know, so look, it's it's official now. It's it's official. There's the pussy pop three um the pussy pop three hundred. And then there's a three thousand. <laughs> oh wait, I could actually do that. I need I need to like just invest in like those actual suckers. Uh, and just name it um, Pussy Pop 3000, 300, <laughs> well, and the penis pops. One of the porn shops where I'm from, they had those suckers. Yes. <laughs> See? So, look, y'all, we'll figure this out. If you, if you randomly see, like, suckers on um, Slayer's Playhouse website, it's on. It's on. <laughs> okay. Okay. Back to the episode. Um, the last thing that we'll talk to before we close out everything, get to never have I ever, uh, is engaging in sex while intoxicated. Have you ever tried that before? If so, what was your experience? If not, what is the thing that is preventing you or is it just not for you? So the first time um, I attempted penetration, I was super fucking drunk. And I say attempted because even that, it still hurt a lot. Yeah. But <laughs> so I, I did not end up going through with it. But um, I don't, I, and so I don't honestly know if it was the alcohol or the fact that it was the first time that I didn't, made me not like it. But I don't think I'll ever, unless I'm with the person, then maybe I would try it again. But I would never, Although I'm not really interested in hookups, but I would definitely never do it during a hookup again. <laughs> hey, understandable. I respect that. <clears throat> not everybody is worth that level of trust. Believe me. So I definitely understand. Uh, I've had sex while in- intoxicated uh, multiple times. I do prefer a good edible high uh, in sex, but I no longer smoke weed or uh <laughs> indulge in anything uh, marijuana based even though i might start back with cbd i don't know debating that but that was fun the cbd high plus sex was a lot of fun the being drunk drunk sex is a hit or miss um for me it depends on chemistry it depends on what i've been drinking how much i was drinking and my mood before i start drinking so yeah um i don't do anything else outside of that so i don't know how like shrooms and sex will be i personally would not um i've done shrooms and i would not have sex done shrooms (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i probably would try ecstasy um and have sex but it also depends on how i feel because for me i need to know how i feel with it by myself before i engage with another person just so i if um the experience is too much for me um you know without engaging in sex then i know it's not going to be worth me doing that with another person for sex so yeah Um, when when i lived in washington where lead weed was legal um, the only time I was sober was when I was sleeping. So <laughs> most of my sex did occur during while being stoned. <laughs> <laughs> did you enjoy it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
respect. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, let me get out this Never Have I Ever. Are you ready for this? Yes. All right. So, let's see what we got here. Never have I ever had to hide in the closet to avoid being caught by someone. Um, I mean, I spent years in the closet, but that's a different story. (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) Completely different story. Um, No, I have not had to hide in the closet. Um, No, I I don't think I would, even if I was supposed to. (laughs) I have not uh, hid in someone's closet, but have rushed out of the house before because I did not know this person was like, in a relationship and then it was like one of those okay uh i just got word that this uh, my partner's on their way back uh and you, we gotta get you out here quick and i'm like what right. <laughs> um why are you adding me into drama i said i don't do drama and here we are now i have to be an actor the fuck are am i getting paid for this scene am i <laughs> like, what are we doing here um so yeah that that will be my closest thing of having to like hide in somebody's closet or under the bed so i don't even think i'd fit under a bed oh i definitely I'm won't. way too tall i'm way too thick <laughs> uh, <laughs> that makes me think of that beyonce song oh god let's not get me talking about beyonce it's, it's not going to be positive so i'm not trying to lose this <laughs> i will always say Sis is a wonderful performer, and I did like Alien Superstar. And Thick was all right; uh, was pretty decent. I, I would not say it was on my list, but Alien <laughs> Superstar definitely was up there. Uh, would you like another? Yes. So, never have I ever slept with a stripper. I, not that I know of. <laughs> they, no one's ever told me they were a stripper. <laughs> mm. That's a good point. Uh, I, I don't think I have. Um, I should. Um, <laughs> like that'd be a hookup I'd consider. <laughs> like I've I've hooked up with uh, multiple professions, and I have not hooked up with someone who's like an exotic dancer. I feel some type of way. Um, <laughs> I need to expand my inventory. Um, <laughs> But I would definitely do it. Uh, I've hooked up with someone who's a drag performer. That was interesting and shocking at the same time because I did not know they did drag until I was like at the drag show. And I was like, hold the fuck up. Yeah. Oh. My, my ex-boyfriend was a drag or probably still is a drag queen. Ooh. And the first person I was ever with successfully was mm-hmm. a drag queen. <laughs> I, I fucked with it. Yes. We love it. We love it. <laughs> so would you like a sex question sure have you ever overheard others having sex did it bother you or excite you to listen uh i have um it was my aunt and uncle and i was like 11 so it grossed me the fuck out yeah. <laughs> that is uncomfortable. so i i understand where you're coming from there <laughs> i don't know how old. i know i'll be disgusted if i uh, overheard <clears throat> nowadays i just put headphones on and later on i'd be like good for you <laughs> <laughs> now i uh i have overheard people having sex um uh, most definitely there was this one time i was like out of town um and the person whose room was like right next to mine so our beds were like i guess very close to each other and the people over there were having sex and i was like oh okay you know so okay mm, i kind of want to join um <laughs> i was like I, I was turned on and to find out a little bit later that the person um i i guess they were like uh, a queer couple i don't know um but one of the people w- was on grinder and we were chatting and whatnot and we didn't hook up but the option uh, option was available i was like if if y'all want i don't mind joining in because i don't know what was going on over there but i kind of want to join so, <laughs> y'all let me know they didn't let me know y'all they went and partied at like one in the morning and i had to leave at like 8 a.m and we never connected so i wish it would have happened (laughs) low-key so when i worked at the hotel the rooms were um 
furnished mirror image so a lot of the most of the rooms the beds were sharing a wall Too bad there's not a cheat like that in real life. Oh, child. <laughs> Let, 
if you got the cheat code other than white privilege, <laughs> y'all send it to Vern because um, I would love to have that. It, it, I would love to have that because there's some shit I need to do and I'm not trying to get locked up. <laughs> oh god all right so we don't have a cheat code this episode but universe is still on site whenever i see you girl it's still on site because you've been fucking around with those fuck rounds too long when you said girl i was like oh who must be talking to god <laughs> yes. in the universe got problems because look i'll be talking to her we be having conversations and she's just like oh yeah you know i got you on the right path i got you where you need to go and i'm just like but girl i said i just want to have a little bit of fun here and there are you saying no like why are you going against what i want to do are we aren't we supposed to be on the same page here? I thought we was good on that. <laughs> yeah, I fully I fully believe that if God is real, she is beautiful. Oh, extremely, <laughs> extremely. And petty as hell. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay. She made me petty as well. <laughs> we love it. Uh, <laughs> so on that note, again, thank you for the listeners thank y'all so much for listening to the whole little podcast where we step out and speak on sexuality just in case no one else told you this today you are beautiful you are worthy of happiness and joy you are enough and then some you may not live up to the expectations of others but that is okay you are only required to walk in your own shoes may each day you live lead you towards abundance with that said love you all and see you next episode bye Thank you for listening to the Holiloquy Podcast, where we step out and speak on sexuality. You can subscribe to the podcast through your favorite podcasting app and find us on the web at www.holiloquy.com. That's www.h-e-a-u-x-l-i-l-o-q-u-y.com. Share the podcast with your friends and join the conversation.